You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 185. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's Crack Pack a Lack in Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 185. Ciento, ochenta y cinco. Ooh, man, I heard it, something. I don't know, something new in there. Yeah. Y'all did a great job last week, I just wanted to say. Sorry, couldn't make it. Had something holding me back in the clinic. But y'all did a wonderful job, and um, I shared the podcast with one of my, <laughs> my patients around that time, and she said, who says that what's crack-a-lacking uh, stuff on, on the podcast? And I said, well, that's the hot dog man, Lake Charles. And she said, okay, I thought maybe it was you because you were a chiropractor. I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe he's been making fun of me this whole time. I'm not really sure. So, <laughs> Something between that me and Greg. An interesting, interesting insight from a new listener. Oh, man, yeah, I don't know where that was really inspired by. Just a little something different part of the fly happenings for you. Um, we're coming to y'all with the episode on impressions today. That can be like your first impressions. I don't know when you meet somebody, uh, places you go, foods you eat, um, different, um, things. Dental impressions. Dental impressions. That's oh, a dental literal impression. impression. Um, so, you know, we're going to head that direction. I think it's going to be good. Really. I, I thank the guys for letting us go with this topic, even though, let me tell you, there was a lot of sought after want on other topics here. Um, by the always guys. is. It's always a tug of war. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, one day he's gonna let us pick one, CC. One day. One day. If only they it. would. If only they would. But I think this is good. It's kind of something I was thinking about the other day when journaling. So I'm gonna pose the question to the guys here in a few minutes. But before we get there, we're gonna flip it over to John. He's back. He's ready for the Would You Rather. Well, I got a pretty easy one today, and since it sounds like uh, both of you have some travel coming up here shortly. Whenever you're out on the open road, or not so much on the open road, I guess, would you rather encounter a stop sign or a red light? I don't care. Dun, dun, dun. What? you got to stop either way. What do you mean you don't care? Okay, you said out on the open road, so I picture a little backwoods town. Well, that's why I kind of changed that then and said, well, I guess you're not on the open road if or, you're stopping. Yeah, that's true. Uh I'm surprised we didn't get the option of a blinking red, because when you get the when you get the stop, right? It's like you get to go at will as long as you stop, and mm-hmm. you how many traffic coming. And if it's just you, it's nice. Stop, go. What if it's one of the motion activated? So when you stop, bam, you get to go immediately. Broad Street, we got one right here. No, oh, no, Pedro Street, so Pedro Street, right by right little, by Botsky. So the light will switch on you because sometimes <laughs> the lights take it's like censored. Yeah, and you stop and you're sitting there and you're right sitting the there. Shop. I was like, man, if this was a stop sign, I get to go now, but I don't. 
There's just a lot of ways you can go with this, Craig, because you can really delve into, like, am I in afternoon traffic at the stop sign? I'm 12 cars deep. Like, I'm a construction yeah. on Isles Road, 20 cars deep. In general, I'm going to take it as what it is. You're the guy who got up to the light first or the stop sign first. And I'm going to take, you would normally think I would take the stop sign because, boom, I can just sit there, wait for the other car and go. But I'm going to take the red light because sometimes when I'm driving, I don't text and drive. Don't make phone calls. Like my little thing on the thing will do it for me, maybe. But it allows me sometimes when I'm driving to get to the red light. And I'm like, good timing to, you know, if I need to look at my phone and respond to somebody, I can. The red light kind of, sometimes I get, I'm like, oh, I hope I catch it red. I'm not always like, I need it green because it's a safer route other than having to pull over necessarily to address something I would need to address. Or like get something out of the backseat, grab a Kleenex, something like that. Sometimes it's useful. You're the first guy at the stop sign. Somebody's behind you getting heat. It's like, come on, man. Like, eh. Red light. Kick it in gear. Yep. So, Rizzy, you're just the guy that's fifth in line that hasn't moved after everybody in front of you has gone. <laughs> Craig, have I been the guy that's like fifth in line and I Lay wait? Lay on the horn, baby. And I wait for like number two, three to, to get up there. And then it's like one, I'll just coast up there so I don't have to burn some gas. Yes, I've been that guy. Have I held up other people? No, <laughs> I don't think so. I know my gut was to say the stop sign, but you brought a good point, man. When that red light hits, it's a great time to check your phone and just kind of quick text message and a uh, nice little pause. Maybe grab a snack if you got something in your car you got to eat, get a little drink out of something. All for the red lights, baby. Mm, that's good. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe reconsider my answer. <laughs> but I initially said stop sign, so I'll stick with it just because you pull up to it, you check, you go. And if you're in a hurry or you don't want to check your phone, it's nice to be able to take off again. Uh, but if it's rush hour and it's all you got is a four-way stop and you're like 10 cars deep, it's extremely frustrating. I've been in that one. Whereas the light would turn green and let your entire lane mm-hmm. go. So uh, I guess it depends what, where, where you're traveling, where your cars are, how busy it is. It's a lot of what-ifs here. A lot of what-ifs. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I mean, that was some good insight. So I'm with you on that. That is nice to have uh, a little bit of reprieve. Also, you could just get to look around and mm-hmm. see more things, take your eyes off the road and not have to focus so much on what's going on around you make sure everybody's stopping appropriately at the intersection so um what a what a great would you rather for the podcast huh who's driving your car are you stopping are you red lights very just don't on me (laughs) (laughs) for me i would guess i would probably say i'm gonna go stop sign i mean in our area um there's not a whole lot of stop signs that you sit at for a long period of time so i'd rather just stop and go although around my house right by where my kids go to school there's a two-way stop sign, so it's not a four-way stop, careful, which dude. is oh, right. Yeah. It's pretty dangerous, actually. There's a lot of people who pull up, and they assume it's a four-way stop. So I drive that path just about every morning. There's almost a wreck probably mm-hmm. once a week because exactly people assume about. it's a um, four-way stop. So if you're out there, be careful. Not all stop signs are four-way stops. There's actually very few that I can think of. So I'm going stop sign. You really, I'm glad that I gave you all some food for thought on the red lights. Technically, though, would it really matter if you were in the self-driving car? Oh, the self-driving car. Well, you could just multitask the whole time. Multitask the whole time. Okay. It's funny. My new vehicle has like a drive assist or whatever, so I don't have to have the hands on the wheel. Like it'll. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, it's nice. It'll like steer in the lane, take the curves, but it will make you put your hands. It'll tell you after a little while, like a minute, like, like yeah, put your hands back on me. (laughs) <laughs> heard of that before <laughs> wow 
Okay, let's reel our way into the topic, impressions. Again, several ways we can go with this, but this is what I've come up with and what I was thinking about. I have no idea why this crossed my mind. You know, we talk a lot in life about first impressions, okay? You meet somebody, boom, you have, generally speaking, an impression of them, even though, I mean, I would put myself in the higher category of not trying to give one, let it play out for a little bit, but then it kind of dawned on me. Eventually, we're giving some some type of impressions being given to us in some way or another. So then I started thinking about it. If I was to take like, let's just take y'all versus, man, I should have been better prepared for my verses in this situation. <laughs> but I'm going to take this, okay? Y'all versus, <laughs> this is the best I got here, John's mom. Um, or your mom. For me, from my perspective, right? Like, I know them pretty well, fairly well. More than I think most people would say a first impression, right? Because I've met them once mm-hmm. or, t- you know, more than once. I mean, maybe 10 times, something like that. Or let's do a better example. So scratch that. We'll take Lori and Jorge. Know them pretty well. Represented them. Been around them a lot. Now, most people I think, or myself initially was like, I know them better than a lot of times like, oh, I know that person well, or I know them well. And I'm thinking in my head though, I'm like, I don't know if that's an accurate statement because I still think that most people, this is where I'm kind of going with this, most people in our lives are much closer if you took a scale of a first impression meeting somebody and knowing someone like perfectly, which is almost an impossibility as it is. Agreed. But close to that, like that's your scale, right? Almost everybody you're dealing with in your life besides maybe like your spouse, a really good friend, is really close to a first impression level. And it kind of dawned on me, like, normally we, we see somebody and it's like, oh, that's like our first impression. But then I'm like, I could have seen somebody 10 times. And they're, st- I'm, they're still way closer to the mold of making a first impression than they are me actually knowing them. Silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like, if you no, think about yeah. that, the majority of people right. in your life that you yeah. know... And I might be wrong. It's just a thought. So I'm like just opening opening it up here for saying, man, isn't that an interesting thought? The majority of people, I would say 90 some odd percent of people, my parents, my siblings, my spouse, we're still, still getting to know each other. Uh, <laughs> y'all, like you would put each other, you would, I put all y'all like in a category of sorts. Right. But, but like everybody else you're dealing with besides like really good friends, family, whatever, is way over here like much closer to a first impression that's just like kind of weird to my head there's only a few people that i know like even well enough to say again not perfectly but beyond a first impression level no i would agree and i would Mm -hmm. say that's how probably most people operate um and i don't know that's a good thing or a bad thing Mm -hmm. but i mean it takes time uh to develop those relationships to break down the walls of people that um you know don't want to share certain things with uh everyone so I would agree. I mean, that assessment, I think, is accurate. Um, whenever you were first talking about it, I thought you were going to ask a question at the end. So no, I was, no, no. I was it's waiting like for a, a question. that I'm like puzzled on in my but head. But you're right. I would say most of the mm-hmm. relationships that we have probably are much closer to the first impression or light impression situation. Yeah. I think it's funny, too, to think about the people you are really close to and think of a time in their life when they were in that more first impression bucket. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, this person's like nothing like... I remember thinking about them in the past or how I thought I knew them because maybe you had a deeper relationship, Mm -hmm. got closer to them, had a bunch of life experiences where you got to know them at a deeper level. And so your first impression may have been good because it could have been a pleasant interaction. This is a nice person. Or maybe there's a situation where you had a first impression with somebody and it didn't go well and you just sort of put them in this bucket like, oh, this guy was, is a mess. He was drunk or something happened and, 
you know, but you didn't know that person, right? Right. You knew that experience and you knew the person in that experience. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. But experience. you may have had a false first, false, you know, uh, impression of this person who's maybe a great person, you know, and then fast forward, you're like, oh my God, it's like my best friend. You know, I don't know. Yeah. So I thought with John Clown. I'm like, man, look at this guy. <laughs> well, his first impression of me was, why is this guy texting me to play tennis? This is, this is so scary. It's <laughs> true. But like, think about it like this must well, be an extreme athlete I was thinking you know like somebody like maybe recommends us for a job to do for them or like you hang up the phone with somebody I do it all the time I'm kind of known for this everybody's like you, you just think everybody's so nice and then it's not on me I'm like I genuinely do think everybody is really nice you know like I talk to somebody on the phone they help me out or something I'm thinking with Alexandra Styers recently I was we were trying to get her some new tires on the fancy pants car and uh <laughs> Some new tires, or are you going to start carrying a spare? Which is it? Funny story about that, actually. <laughs> um, but I'm like, man, I'm literally sitting here, and and I might be like, I don't know, I'll pick up the phone, I deal with a lawyer, and I'm like, man, they seem like a jerk. And Or like, for most of the time, though, it's for the good. You're like, man, that person is really nice. And I run into Craig, and I'm like, hey, man, you seen Joe Smith over there? That is the nicest guy. And I'm like, hold on a minute here. You know, like, it just dawned on me. I don't know why I even had this thought. I'm like, I might have only seen Joe Smith 10 times, 20 times, one time. I still don't know enough really to say whatever I know because I'd have to know Joe Smith for a freaking long time to really get to know. And it's just a weird thought in my head that I'm like, man, most people, you really don't even know. Yeah, I think that's why, you know, we should keep an open mind and not necessarily dwell on the first impressions kind of situation because, you know, you never know where you're going to be encountering those people. They could have had the worst day imaginable. They could have lost a loved one. They could have been fired. They could have had a multitude of calamities that have gone on in their life that are making them not being their best. So, um, you know, I'm with you. It's not always easy to say, um, leave your guard down if somebody snaps at you and start, you start off on a rough patch. But, uh, I think it's best to just try to give that an opportunity to see if they're going to grow into something different. Maybe you just caught them at a bad time. Well, I think it's both sides of the coin for yeah. like the, the, you might've called them at the best time ever too. You know, like True. it's just an interesting Absolutely. thought process. Like on the flip side, like they yeah. put a very good first impression. My girls are watching the bachelor at maybe is that what it's called? <laughs> or the bachelor, which one with she's the girl. There's a bunch of dudes. Anyway, the whole thing is like, they're trying to make this impression. And right. the whole thing is like, they spend the whole season trying to really get behind that impression to see who's really behind this person. And, I think about times in our life where we're supposed to quote unquote make a good impression. You know, you're interviewing for a job, a professional mm-hmm. school, going on that date. And it's funny because like, what do you, like, what what is it about that first impression? Like we're trying to hook, you know, we're trying to set that hook to get this person to think that we are something and hopefully we are what we portray we are. But I think at times too, we're like impressions are fake and I'm going to specifically reference some of these VRBO listings where they like, they, they stand <laughs> at the corner of the porch and they angle it just right to where the camera catches, you know, the mountain and the water and the everything. Exactly. And it happened to be just the per- like the one day a year where all the stars align and the sun's right. And you get there and you're like, where's this view I saw, you know? Yeah, you, that's right. It's a first impression, not just on people, but like when you, you look at a listing online somewhere, you're going to say that's a great example or like, you think you're going to go to, you know, some restaurant and they offer you all this stuff and you're like, hmm, not what I was thinking. Or it could be the other way around. You thought you're going to be underwhelmed with something and you get there and you're like, man, this is awesome. Oh, yeah, it's pretty funny. You know, somebody was telling me a story a while back where they had gone to an Airbnb or VRBO, one of those things. And, um, you know, they looked like it was a waterfront property like that. And it just, 
whenever they got there, they were like, there was no water around. There was nothing. How did they even accomplish this? And then they had ran into somebody and they were like, it flooded like an astronomical flood this period of time. And they took it at such an angle. <laughs> so they found the it from the locals. So, hey, that's an interesting <laughs> so- it probably didn't generate great reviews moving forward. It was a picture of the big flat screen. They just zoomed in <laughs> while it was showing a picture of a beach. And that was the TV. It really wasn't the beach. Yeah. It was the TV in the living room. I, I zoomed in a little too much. You read the, fall, the fine print. That's what it says. You know, there's an interesting book out there. It's called Blink by uh, Malcolm mm-hmm. Gladwell. I don't know yes, if sir. Read that. Yeah. Y'all read I think I read that one. Wow. And it's... Uh, it's called the power of thinking without thinking. And it talks about a lot of um, these things about how we judge people, even without even a conscious effort, um, whether it be mm-hmm. how they look, their race, whatever it is. It's, it's an interesting concept. Um, if you have, haven't read that or you want to look into something further along this line, it, it gives you a lot of insight on the human psyche and how we are ingrained in some of the responses yeah exactly like we're just like innately boom gonna judge them but it's still like in my head it's a it's a bizarre thing even if you're like oh i just met somebody i'm gonna leave that at a blank slate and then you meet them 10 times later and you're like oh man great guy really not you still theoretically are so much closer to a first impression level than being you know really really knowing somebody interesting thought the other thing i i guess i would caveat with this because when I did, this is why I wanted to talk about the topic. I thought it was just kind of an interesting thought. Am I over the 50% mark? Where, where are CC and I? Have we, have we, have we crossed the Have the we great crossed divide? the threshold? Where are we? I would say yes in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I think he knows us by now. Yeah, hopefully. Okay. Yeah, 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 I would say yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it took up all the days, yes. Um, but there's an, you know, there's that old saying too, like, don't judge a book by its cover. And I was thinking about that. You normally like use that as like some little analogy to something. And, um, I'm like been reading a lot and I have all these John Grisham's, you know, lined up over there. Great books. Yeah, phenomenal. I mean, rolling our way into like number 15 here. And, uh, when I go to look, cause my grandfather like left a bunch of these, I will normally look at the book like, mm, what's the font look like? What's the this? What's the cover look like? Read a little bit about it. It's completely drawn in on the first impression. Then some of these, because I'm now whittling them down a little bit, so I'm stuck. You know, having to get. I'm, I want to read them all. I'm saying stuck, and I know because it's already happened. Some of them, I'm like, man, I left this one too late. Should already read that thing. And it's a funny thing too, like in the literal sense. When it comes to reading, don't judge the book by its cover. And if you listen last week, you'll learn that he reads the end of the book to get the story plot first <laughs> i know that's something that y'all y'all talked about yes that situation true. And i do not read the endings oh, yes. not so at all Steve do. i will yeah. not watch the ending never gonna happen you know well, i will say my wife does though it, yes she does we no, had this conversation <laughs> actually we did just the other day and you know i am reading one right now the painted house by john grisham and i'm now at page 202 oh, and sorry. i have not Proves my way through, like, going to read the summary, going to read anything about it. Do you feel like your impression of the book has changed with a little bit more of uh, uncertainty going on than what you normally would do? No, I think it's going to change. To me, it changes the dynamic of the story. I know for you, you don't like to be on the edge. And I don't. And this is, uh, to be honest with you, why I haven't done it. It seems like it's one of those ones that, even though somebody did get killed in it, it is one of those ones that's like a little lighter base. It's from the the perspective in the first person of a seven year old. So when I started reading it, I was like, how bad can this be? You know, like, how. (laughs) 
<laughs> and a few things have happened, but it's not. It's kind of like playing for pizza. I never read to the end of that one either, okay. but it's not. But that's a lighthearted book. Um, some of them you can judge early on. She's like, oh, God, where is this going? Dude's running for his life. And I'm like, I need to find out real quick. Can you make it? Uh, <laughs> so I don't do it all the time. But, yes, I prefer if it's an on the edge of your seat situation. You know, when I think of impressions, and you, let's say you have a first impression of somebody. Usually, let's say it's somebody or something. If it's something, it's it's because it's pretty or beautiful, like a landscape or something, or like a VRBO. But if it's a person, and you have a good first impression, what 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 do you perceive from that person that gives you that vibe? Is it the way they carry themselves, the way they talk, the way they look, their mannerisms? And that being said, think about impressions in life. Like, is life easier when you give away a, a good first perception or first impression as opposed to not? Like, I feel like, are people more receptive to you when you make eye contact, when you stand upright, when you're using gestures, when you're mirroring them? Like, all this Tony Robbins stuff, you mm-hmm. know? Like, you're sort of the person that you put out there I feel like, at least for me, my your customer service is better. I feel like maybe life gives you a little more when you give it a little more. You know, like this positive affect I always think about and talk about. Like if you want to get this dinner reservation, right? right? And let's say you go to this restaurant and you know their book because you went online and you couldn't get in, right? So you go up there like, I'm going to try to talk to them. You have a table for two. Oh, man. You, know, you, you could be a jerk. You could be very solemn. But you could walk in there, and is that person going to give you the table, or are you going to walk and be like, hey, Julie, oh, my gosh, that's a cool shirt. You know, like being real friendly, cutting up. I mean, I went online. I said y'all didn't have a table. I don't know if there's any chance. You, you know what I mean? Like you can totally create an impression for someone, and I think that can change the outcome of your life in a lot of situations. It's as simple as a reservation, but it could be something as big as getting into a professional school or a job or getting that date. What are y'all's thoughts on like – sort of putting your best foot forward and how that life kind of comes back at you in a positive way. No, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I think the way that you interact and for me, first impressions, I think interactions are more important than necessarily how you are dressed or what you look like, that kind of thing. So I think you get a lot more information from the uh, first interactions or how people you know, coordinate with one another. So I think you can actually change a lot of different things. I've had a lot of people over the years who um, said things weren't possible that, you know, a little encouragement, a little funny gestures, whatever it is, you know, they will find a way to work around it uh, in certain situations. Not all the time, but I think that works a lot better than, you know, the negative aspect of it. You know, CC. I'm just laughing because I'm thinking of this example here that we all know about for hot dog. And number one, I say, I agree with that. I think, but ultimately just be yourself and be in a positive light. And it comes to me that when I was down in St. Lucia and the CEO of Sandals was next to me, I just wanted to be myself. And Alexander looked at me like I was crazy. And then lo and behold, (laughs) we exchanged cell phone numbers. And it is kind of the thing of like, just be yourself. Like be a, in my case, I enjoy being outgoing, getting to know people, talking to people and i think it makes a huge difference versus if you are like oh hey what's going on or you know in in my opinion i think it's great we're all made of the human spirit so it's cool to connect with people and get to know people and so i think it absolutely makes a difference when you're meeting and being around anybody for that matter somebody just waving out on the you know in their car passing you in the neighborhood or you know actually sitting there and having a conversation with them no you're right and it's it's a blessing you know you guys are both awesome human beings and it just becomes natural i think some people 
they have this pessimistic sort of cloud over mm -hmm. their shoulders and they just always feel like hey, the world's out to get them and everything's never going in their way. And you look at them and they're always frowning. They're always just scowling. And it's like, Hey, you know what? Maybe just smile a little bit and you know, maybe just be a little grateful. You'd be amazed how your luck could change because you know, it just has a way of coming back. Um, I had I this guy who was always frowning. Like, I mean, his, eyes stayed in a frown even when he smiled they were frowning and i felt so bad for him because i was like that dude just really he's angry all the time <laughs> I mean, and, and i don't know if he was doing it on purpose or what but i would think that if you're going to say a store and you talk to somebody they're gonna be like just they're probably gonna put a wall up mm -hmm. you know i think there's some little things you can do in life to kind of um hedge your bet when it comes to interacting with others amen cc 100 percent agree <laughs> all right guys yeah i'm glad this topic produce some more fruit than you thought it would interesting topic we said impressions i was like you want my first impression of your topic <laughs> i don't want to do this from it was Craig. good i just didn't have any i was like oh i don't know this is great i enjoyed talking about it nah it was just something i was thinking about it was really weird a journal about it and it stuck in my head and i was like man um okay guys we're gonna wheel over to the weekly segment of what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes and this week we're gonna throw it over to cc what you got bub well tomorrow's my birthday and so Ooh, happy yeah. birthday CC. man Thank what's you. it like turning 30 cc i know man it was like 20s were good <laughs> i'm not not all of us can be hot dog but uh <laughs> Live anyway. through mr magnese <laughs> yeah. mr magnese that's right the glory days the glory days no yeah getting when you're older my wife's uh, four years younger than me so it's our birthday week i took off work the rest of the week and i'm gonna hit the gas and go somewhere and they were asking where are you going and i said i don't know because i actually have no plans yet but anyway i'm gonna fly somewhere tomorrow morning that's what i'm talking about i'm gonna pick it tonight i can't wait to hear this this is all it's like one of those people that go to the airport and you just go in and look you look up we're going there hey i thought about doing that i said i gotta get out of lake charles first but anyway we were gonna book something i'm thinking somewhere i can just chill and look at the water um i love water and beach or versus like uh that'd be would you rather <laughs> a chill beach kind of veg out look at water look at lake look at something and and just be or more of an adventure-based sort of explore a new town like we did in Boston, which mm -hmm. th that that's fun. equally as awesome. So yeah. anyway, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't know what y'all choose at this moment, but that's what I'm excited for you, dude. Living on the edge of your seat. Yeah, yeah. This is you back in your day, John. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's our right. kids are finally old enough. We're like, y'all, we're leaving tomorrow, so uh, <laughs> don't burn the house now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, hitting the gas, brothers. Can't wait to hear about it. Man. And his birthday too, so yeah. he's probably gonna pump, 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 get it, get it. <laughs> be dancing the night away right. love it uh, oh well guys we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week uh johnny we we're happy we got you back man woo, me and, too uh guys we appreciate all the listens uh and downloads if y'all do get a chance to share it with somebody you know we would appreciate it and if you also get a chance to rate review or subscribe to the podcast we'd appreciate that as well and until next time we'll catch y'all later Aye. hey y'all if you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Just sing with me